Coming to you live from within my closet. So today I finished editing another section of Going Indie. I've basically finished up a lot of the technical sections of the book, and I've been doing a lot of heavy rewriting on them. The original concept for those sections would make the book a lot more like a textbook or like an O'Reilly programming book. And after writing those sections and then finishing the later chapters in the book, when I talk more about the business side again, those chapters in the middle felt really out of place. They never quite fit the flow that the rest of the uh, book had. They didn't really feel like, a, like the same conversation. And so I've been doing a lot of heavy editing. I actually removed over uh, about a week and a half's worth of writing. There's a lot of really good information that's in those chapters. Uh, a lot of it's just not relevant. So I stripped out most of what I thought wasn't relevant and kept some of the core aspects. And while I do think it's important in a book about software development business to talk a little bit about software development, I ended up cutting most of it um, to make way for more talk about the the business side. That said, I did end up keeping a little bit about some various technical tricks and tips that have worked for me really well in the past, different design patterns, different um, questions to ask yourself when you're building your software, and different uh, strategies to structure certain parts of the code base to make sure that problems are concentrated in certain areas and that the possible problems that you could encounter uh, or possible bugs would be fairly minimal. I'm feeling pretty good about those changes overall. I feel like the book is now tighter. It feels more focused than it did before, which I'm really happy about because for a while it definitely felt like I was off in the weeds of building software. And now it definitely feels a lot more focused than it was before. I feel like that's a fairly common thing with writing. Um, I've definitely found it in my own blog posts. Uh, sometimes I will end up writing paragraphs and paragraphs uh, going off on some tangent that doesn't eventually end up being related to the topic that I was trying to cover at all. It's more of just where my brain went while I was writing and, and I followed it down that kind of chain of thought or train of thought uh, into the wilds of wherever it would end up going. It takes you into places maybe you didn't want to venture or places that are just aren't productive for the discussion. So I find that a lot of times I end up writing twice as much as I end up publishing, um, although that's usually not, it's not that drastic usually. And I was a little bit disappointed that I ended up in the same situation here. I tried really hard to focus my efforts and not end up in that realm. But I think my original topic and my original scope of the book really kind of threw me into that trap. Um, I was originally modeling going indie off of an O'Reilly book that I have, um, not trying to copy O'Reilly specifically or in any particular way, but using them as a framework for how to organize a book, how to talk about different topics, how to structure, you know, non sequitur conversations and, and things like that, and how to lay out and format the book and all kinds of other things. And I think that 
going down that route and really seeing a book that's filled with a lot of code and talks about code in a lot of ways made me want to also do the same thing. And while I do think there's a lot of interesting things that you can talk about in building software as an indie dev, uh, I really wanted to cover the things I wish I had known when I started with Adventures Codex and with Skyrocket Software. Um, and that wasn't really code-related, um, at least not the main things that I was thinking of. So I ended up removing a lot of it, um, and overall I think it ended up being good. We'll see now, uh, as I go back and edit the other sections, how that flow kind of feels. Um, because of the removal of most of the technical topics, uh, this is something I'm not usually accustomed to in software. Um, because a reskin, for example, uh, doesn't require you to change a ton of things. It requires you to change some basic layout. But when you're shipping physical products, that's very much not the case. So originally, I had a cover designed, which is the one available on the website. And that cover assumes a physical size of the book that is no longer accurate. Um, because I was originally modeling everything off of that O'Reilly book, I had a size for a physical book in mind that was roughly similar to that kind of style, you know, a, a soft cover, a paperback, uh, kind of, you know, how-to book, almost like a dummy's book or a, like like the O'Reilly books. And it's kind of a lot more square than it is, you know, a portrait rectangle. And as the book was trimmed down and a lot of the code was removed, it became a lot more of a non-fiction, regular non-fiction portrait style book in my mind. Uh, there was a lot less need for all of that real estate horizontally because there wasn't as much code. Um, in fact, there's very, very little now. And that, you know, removed the need for any sort of book of that size. So unfortunately, the cover is currently designed for a book that it's no longer going to be on, uh, which is something I'll have to take up um, with a designer who I can get uh, to tweak the sizes. Hopefully that shouldn't be too much work. Um, and it also changes uh, the pricing and the revenue and everything else from the self-publishing model, uh, because printing different sizes of books costs different amounts of money for the public, for the distributor and all kinds of other things. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot more supply chain stuff, as is probably, probably obvious uh, to anyone who's used to dealing with physical merchandise. Uh, but as a software developer, this is not something I'm usually accustomed to. And it's been an interesting learning experience, I will say. The prospect of dealing with shipping orders and everything else is mostly, most of that is handled by the distributor, which is great. Um, but there's still these little details. Funnily enough, one of the things that I uh, learned early on from the publisher or the distributor when I was signing up for uh, an account to see how all of this would work, one of the questions they ask you when you're setting up the, the, the title for the book is, what do you want us to do with the copies that are returned by bookstores? Because um, sometimes bookstores will order in bulk. Um, they'll order a case of, you know, 30 books, and they might only sell 10. What do they do with the other 20? Uh, most bookstores don't want them. And so the site gave me three options. Don't accept returns, which I guess for a multitude of reasons 
can cause your book to not be as appealing to bookstore just bookstores uh, because they can't get a refund, which obviously I didn't want. And the other two options were send them to me, which honestly terrified me a little bit. The idea of a bookstore order, ordering a couple hundred copies and then forwarding all of those unsold copies to me um, to have a stack of a couple hundred books in my apartment. Um, that was really interesting. I'd never thought about that aspect before, you know, in software, if people, you know, get a refund, it doesn't affect our stock. You know, I can still sell as many premium subscriptions as I want. There's no physical merchandise, but in this case, it hadn't even occurred to me that that was a possibility. And now it, it, it very much is. And the third option, if I didn't want them returned, was they would be quote, destroyed, um, which I thought was, one, an epic choice of words, but two, also really sad. Like, I didn't want all these copies in my house, but at the same time, I really don't want them to just be destroyed. Like, you know, they were paid for in a way. Money was spent. They're made of paper that was cut from, that was made from trees, all of which had to be done for them to just be destroyed, which I thought was really sad. Apparently, that's the most common option, and I believe it's the option I ended up choosing just because of the outright fear of having a bunch of books in my apartment. I guess I could also have them shipped to me, and then if I couldn't sell them, they could be destroyed. But I don't know, maybe I can change that setting. I'm having second thoughts all of a sudden, but it's just interesting. I, these are concerns that had never occurred to me as someone who deals in digital merchandise. And so it's been an interesting part of this process dealing with a lot of those physical product constraints and concerns. Overall, with all of that in mind, hopefully finished manuscript of the book, the semi-final draft that will be sent out to proofreaders, should be done relatively soon, in the coming week or 10 days, um, which is really exciting because it's a chance for me to finally show off what I've been working on, not just to my editor, but to a bunch of people who can hopefully give me a bunch of feedback and 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 guidance on the book. Obviously, putting one's writing out into the world is even to friends is can be a challenging experience. It's 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 often really fun to receive feedback and guidance, but at the same time having to actually go back and fix those things is often exhausting and frustrating. And so it's always kind of a double-edged sword to get feedback. It's it's good. It makes the product better. It makes everything flow nicer. It makes everything more clear, but it's also frustrating because this thing that you checked off in your mind as being done is now not done in any capacity. But still, it's another milestone on the list, and I'm really excited to to actually pass that milestone because after the proofreading is the submission to the, the distributor and the first advance printings um, for review that I get to review. So that's really exciting. I actually do not own a printer, so I don't have a physical copy of the book. I don't know what it looks like physically, even as a stack of printer paper. So receiving that print copy in the mail will be the first time I have ever seen my words printed on paper in that way. And that is exciting. I almost prefer not being able to print it out. Uh, Although, obviously, I wish I could because there are typesetting sizes and font sizes and margin sizing that I would love to be able to review ahead of time, but I guess that's not going to be a thing. But it's also kind of special that 
I'll receive a package in the mail, which is the first time my words have appeared in print, which is going to be a heck of a day. Probably not a very productive day. That's basically the update when it comes to what's going on with the going indie, with my going indie book. Everything is on schedule so far, even though that schedule has been constantly shifting. Uh, as of right now, I am, as of right now, ready to hit the deadline that I have as of right now for the schedule I have as of right now. All of that can change, and all of that probably will change, but it's looking good. And overall, I would say writing a book is a challenging and difficult endeavor, but it's not as difficult as I thought it would be, which is really exciting. Thank you.